podcaster with Leaders with a Mission. And today I have someone who has been in our show before, but because of COVID-19, we're bringing him back. Let me tell you a little bit about him. His name is Ruben Valdez, and his big, audacious, hairy goal is to heal the health of our nation. His tool of choice is functional medicine. He has created a franchise that is the only one functional medicine franchise. Let me ask him to give himself a little introduction. Dr. Ruben, thank you for being here. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do for those who have never heard about you? Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Diana. Um, I've been in the functional medicine space now for over seven years. And part of my mission, obviously, is to be able to deliver functional medicine service to everybody that needs it. Right now, we believe strongly and we're seeing it kind of happening as we speak. Our healthcare system is broken and it's very successful with certain types of problems. However, it tends to be highly unsuccessful with other types of problems. There's a lot of people that are out there dealing with chronic illness amongst this COVID-19 pandemic. They are the most vulnerable and now we are seeing what we've been talking about for a long, long time, how unfortunately our current medical system, our current healthcare system really doesn't have all the tools that are necessary to be able to properly and truly help these patients return to optimal health. And so our mission, my mission, my business partner's mission is to be able to have a functional medicine center that provides the highest quality of care in every corner of America, just like Uh, You would have Starbucks or just like you would have any other service that's a staple in our community. We want functional medicine to be affordable, accessible, and highly standardized, highly highly regulated to all of those patients that are needing this type of care and this type of service. So prior to start this conversation, you were talking to me about those that are most vulnerable, specifically to the ones that you serve the most. Can you tell me a little bit more about those people that are type 2 diabetics and that um, at this point, they are at high risk? Can you share some of of the data that you're seeing right now and what can they do right now? Yeah, so we learned from um, the COVID-19 Prevention and Treatment Handbook out of China uh, since they're already, they've already flattened their curve and they already know uh, what are the things that are creating success in both prevention and treatment, we've learned that there's certain categories of people that are at highest risk, right? And we've heard the old people, the chronic disease, but within chronic disease, there's two that really jump out, hypertension, and then here in the U.S., the thing that's so prevalent is type 2 diabetes. When we look at the global statistic, of mortality around COVID-19, we're learning that it's roughly between 0.85%, 0.9%, so roughly 1% of the people that contract the virus are gonna have fatality. Now, uh, when you shift that and move that to type two diabetes, that jumps to seven to 9%, which means that these patients are at super, super high risk if they contract the infection of having serious complications and much worse to succumb and die from the infection. We are also learning that type two diabetics, because of the, um, a process called advanced glycation that happens in their bodies, their immune cells 
become glycated. They become covered in sugar particles, and it makes them less and less effective at both preventing the infection and also um, fighting off the infection properly. Now, the craziest thing we learned out of the China physicians is that this risk is present in these patients, even if they're considered to be controlled diabetics, which here in the U.S. we define as an A1C around 7.0 and a fasting blood sugar of less than 130, 120 in the morning. We are learning that for these patients to truly be at a safe zone in regards to their diabetes and to really uh, avoid complications and risk around this infection, they need to be in non-diabetic ranges. And it's easy to understand if you're in the non-diabetic range, your chances of suffering diabetic complications become greatly reduced and minimized. And so here's the problem that no one's talking about. Standard treatment is not going to be successful for type 2 diabetics. Once they have an infection, just having an infection is going to cause their blood sugars to skyrocket, which then drives ketoacidosis, which drives respiratory complications, right? On top of that, many of these patients that might just be on uh, frontline drugs like metformin or glipizide, gliburide, glimepiride, once they're hospitalized, standard diabetic treatment in the hospital is to start injecting them with insulin. So that means that a diabetic that's maybe not that complex, not that bad, catches this infection, now goes to the hospital, regardless of their outcome, now they become a complicated diabetic because now they will be on insulin lifelong. This happens to every diabetic that is, or to most diabetics that are hospitalized. And so to begin to really even wrap our head around not just the mortality, but the amount of complications that this specific demographic is going to face and is about to face. And, and I don't know if you've heard the statistics, Diana, but March 1st, March 1st, we had 76 cases of COVID-19 in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Okay. As of yesterday, we had oh, close to 20,000. We're expecting that in four more weeks, there's going to be over 72 million people. That's almost a third of our population suffering from COVID-19, right? And that's just people that are requiring treatment, possible hospitalization. We're not even talking about people that are either infected, asymptomatic, carrying it. So this thing is going to continue compounding over the next few weeks. And as functional medicine providers in this space, we, I believe we are essential providers. We are positioned in a place where we can make absolutely sure that the people that we care for around these conditions dramatically and drastically mitigate their risk. And so here's the only problem. There's no more time right? The infection has already made it stateside. It's spreading like wildfire. So we need to kind of stand up and start becoming very noisy, very, very noisy about this right now. Many of the, of the doctors that, and professionals that are out there are wondering, like, what do I do with my practice? Patients can't come into my office. Um, telemedicine bans and restrictions have been lifted. HIPAA issues have been lifted, so providers like us can begin to deliver this service face-to-face -to, -face to as many patients as we can. So, 
as of right now, what I'm, what you're saying is that you guys are the first line of defense. Like you're, you're like the first ones that are preventive to those that are still very, very fragile. So how can people, if they're not your patient, can they still contact you? Like how, how are you guys handling this situation? Um, to ensure that there's enough people getting the right information, getting, um, can they, is, is it still effective if you don't see them face to face? Like, ah, I have so many questions. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So the first thing is, yes, you can absolutely um, continue to receive new patients that are needing this type of service. Right now, the only problem is there's two problems. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of panic. People are very worried about getting sick and people are very worried about going broke. Those are the two things that people are listening to right now. Those are the only two voices in their head. So for people to listen, it's very important that we begin to match the, the tone of the, mess, of the information that they're processing and that they're wanting to consume. So it's very, very important that the urgency of your message is heard within all the noise. Because if not, you're doing your patients a disservice by not being able to speak at the tone, at the firmness, at the certainty that they need you to be talking to them right now. It's almost like it becomes our job to lead them in making the right decisions around their health, right? The second thing is most people, especially as more and more states begin to shut down, are going to be moving very rapidly onto consuming information 100% online if they don't already do so. The first two, three, four days of being at home is going to be, woo, I'm at home, yay. I'm trying to eat, not, not eat all my rations, right? Or I've watched every Netflix show that I've wanted to watch for the last two And years. the bad thing is that they start eating all the crappy food. Exactly. Be eating. Exactly, exactly. Now they're stuck at home. They can't exercise. They're, Anxiety they're, is eating high. Exactly. All the bad ingredients and, right in front and, of them. And who needs to be in front of them? Us. Time and time. So if you're early, you might be early right now. If you're putting this information in front of them frequently and constantly, you might be a little bit early. Who cares? Because guess what? When the thought comes like, holy moly, I checked my blood sugar this morning and it was 180. It was 210. It was 250. You want to be in the front of their mind like, oh, my doc, my FM doctor told me I saw him talking about this and predicting this and saying that this was going to happen. Let me go ahead and pick up the phone or let me uh, schedule a consultation. Having the ability to schedule consultations online right now is critical. If you don't have that yet, you are going down because having these little tools to make it easy when people are online they are fidgety. They move from one thing to the next. Even if you catch their attention, they leave that browser open. I'll go back to it later. And sometimes they never do. So you have to make the process seamless, easy, get online consultations, make it super easy for them to see the times and book them when they can have a good reminder sequence, have a good nurture sequence for them. Use Video. People use video. Hello. For God's sake, record them. <laughs> Give them good information. 
Tell them what kind of stuff are you recommending for them. Tell them, predict for them the things that are going to come up ahead. They need your guidance. They need your information. They need your courage. And for that, you have to be up to date. If you're not, um, I don't know if I can do this, Diana, but they're doctors, so it's cool. On my LinkedIn page, I just posted the COVID-19 prevention and treatment manual. Um, you can go and grab it from there if you're not caught up on your reading. Um, and can you, you know, tell them which is your LinkedIn profile? Yeah, Dr. Ruben Valdez. So Dr. Ruben Valdez on LinkedIn, uh, you'll be able to download that immediately. I just posted that earlier today. Didn't even know that we were going to be talking about this really, but hey, there it is. So um, any other things that you would want to know, Diana? Um, just what would you like people to know right now? What can they do right now? Um, if they're, you, you mentioned something that is so real right now. People are so afraid about losing money, about um, not having the ability to pay. What do you have to say about that for them? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely stressful and it's a scary idea. But here's what I want you to know. Number one, we've been through many crises before. This is nothing new. This is impermanent. So right now, it seems very pressing. It seems very scary. But pretty soon, I estimate three, four weeks at most, two, three months, this whole thing is going to die out and we're going to be back in our normal lives, in our normal routine, right? With a new normal, maybe. Here's, here's the important thing. Right now, what really is the most important thing that we have and that we can have? is our health. That is the highest thing that we are all at risk of losing. If we make it through this with our health, it's good. It's good. We can go back to life. We can redo. We can rebuild. We can do anything that we can and want as long as we have our health, as long as we've taken the right decisions. So making the right decisions, the things that will guarantee that we make it well and that we make it okay on the other side become increasingly critical and that's my that's your personal opinion. thing i do want to say something and obviously i don't know your rate and i don't know if that's possible or whatever but what i would like to say right now is sometimes my daughters ask me mama is that expensive and my answer is mama compared to what what are you comparing expensive to because if you are paying for a pasta $75 yes like like what are what how are you framing that expensive you know what are you getting in return so my invitation for people even though i don't know what fees might be involved is consider what is at risk going to the er and staying there for seven days minimum how much is that bill going to be? Probably over $35,000 in our US system. Anyways, like probably- 47,000 on average, yeah. What people make on a year, like average yo, um, compared to a couple hundred bucks that might give you like specific tools and information and specific uh, medicines or specific shifts so you can take action now and don't put yourself at risk because right. if you're not going to be there for your family. How expensive is that going to be for your family? How expensive is it going to be if you're not able to go back to work as regular? Like, and that's what I, 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 I want people to understand that sometimes 
when people pay for their purse, it's it's okay for them to spend X amount of money on their purse. But when it comes to their health, um, where are our priorities? And one of the things that I feel is happening right now with this situation is that we are being shaken to restructure our priority system and to really give, um, to ground ourselves, to really give importance to what's real and what, what needs to be dealt with as a priority. So um, I know your time is valuable. I know you have tons of patience. Is there anything else that I have not asked that you might like to communicate before we, we part our ways and say goodbye? Sure. Yeah. I mean, on that last topic, I do also have a brief opinion. I think that for those of us that are healthcare providers, um, my mind frame coming into a crisis like this, a situation like this is never profit, right? Um, And that might be rough to hear for some, but that's really my position. What we have done, we have reduced any, we have eliminated any initial case fees we are allowing people to come into treatment for this type of care um, just for the cost of their initial testing, uh, which we give to our patients at cost anyways. And we have, we've already developed a membership model that's very affordable that allows us to give our patients the highest quality of care with a membership basis, with a membership model. Patients adore that. They seem to really love that. It's very intuitive because we all have memberships, right? Everything. If you don't think you have memberships, go check your credit card statement. I promise you, you have at least right five or six. And so it's, it's very important that your healthcare provider now accessible to you through your phone, through your computer is now also a membership. And so memberships allow to really decrease the cost of entry. And in a time like this, when there's so much financial concern, Really, I think that our responsibility becomes volume, becomes helping as many people as we can with our God-given talent, with our hard-learned knowledge and experience. This is the time to really step up to the plate and be the doctors, the providers that we committed, whether a short time or a long time ago to be. And from there, I really know and have learned that the universe takes care of you in moments like this when your heart is in the right place. So that would be uh, my uh, two cents. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And then I have a question that I I would see someone in the other side of the screen asking themselves, which is, um, but where are you? Um, Is this only online? Can I go see you? Um, Is there a boundary because of traveling constraint? What is your answer to that? Yeah, we're following that extremely close. Um, For example, in South Carolina, right there in the border with Charlotte, where that practice is, we just got a communication from the board today that um, we we are considered an essential service. So we are not to close. We can continue as long as we increase sanitation operations. We limit uh, very strictly the amount of people that come into our practices um, in, the, in Colorado, in our Colorado locations, we still don't have um, an answer on that from the board. So we're waiting. So part of that answer is really based on state to state. Um, we believe that having core physical operations is very important. Um, some people and some doctors are wanting to go 100% online. And the reality is they're going to struggle big time in having and acquiring patients because most patients do want to have somewhere where they can physically go. It's still very difficult for people to wrap their head around this idea that 
I just log on my phone and I get medical care or, or clinical care. And so I think that both pieces are very important. Now having the option to offer online services and having the option to take somebody in from zero and then support them throughout the entire care fully online is also very, very attractive to some patients and some providers. Again, state laws here are very important because some states will require, even with these bans from HIPAA, some states will require you to physically examine that patient in person before treatment can be initiated. There's some things around that like for example, if the patient is in Texas and they have a primary care provider in Texas and their examination is provided to me by their primary care provider, then I can begin relying yeah. on their exam. So there, you have to be aware of your own state regulations and laws. But for the most part, uh, being able to offer services online, being able to create valuable video, valuable content for your patients for your following so they understand how you can be of maximum service to them and put that content out regularly and frequently regularly and frequently you're preaching you're preaching my song thank you okay well i'm sorry i am but it's the truth you want them to be able to um understand and know and learn and be empowered and make better decisions and at the end of the day guess what you're gaining their trust you're, they're trusting you more and more. So the day they need you, you're in front of their mind and they say, hey, that's my guy. He's been, he's been predicting what was going to happen to me. He's been giving me valuable tips that have given me little wins throughout my healthcare career, right? So why don't I just make it formal and make them my doctor? So that would be my recommendation today. Thank you so much. So because I'm, I'm, I'm locally in Florida, can people... Can people access you? Can people call you? Or should they, or is there anyone um, that, what would, what would your recommendation be for someone? Because yeah, so. I'm local in Florida. And I know you're from here, so I know there's a lot of people that love you in this side of the food. Of the world, absolutely. So we, we get calls from all over the country, and we are happy to support anyone in the country, also internationally. Um, our main line is 803-548. 8100. That's 803-548-8100. Uh, we actually receive those messages from that line 24-7. So if you don't catch us during hours of operation, we have a system that will um, record your message and it will send it to us both in audio and transcription. And we try to answer those in less than an hour. So we try to be very, very diligent with the people that reach out to us. If it's three, four, five in the morning, it might take a few more hours to get you a response. But for the most part, you can always reach us um, directly at that line. In addition to that, if you are um, in a point where you want to book a consult right away, we have set up a COVID-19 response website, and that is consult.com type2diabetesbook.com. And so if you go on that site, you'll be able to schedule a consultation immediately right onto our calendar. Um, what we've done is um, normally our consultations are $149 for an hour of our time. We've actually just reduced that to $24 just to be able to cover the cost of, um, of our front, front desk person 
that has to handle and manage the calendar. So we've basically waived our fees as doctors and we've just let it, um, we've opened the gate. We've opened the gate for anybody that needs to talk to us right now. Like obviously like this is why I hang around cool people that are changing the world. And I feel so privileged that I, I get to bring this information to those that are clueless about this and that need to hear this now. So thank you, Dr. Ruben for this information. And um, can you tell us more information about your website or is there, is, is that's it? Your phone number, the new website that you just gave me, is there a regular website where they can find yes, you on social media? Absolutely. Yeah, so our regular website is www.novis-health.com. Um, that's our regular site. And um, we have multiple Facebook pages, each one for our location. So just go on Facebook, look up Novis, N-O-V-I-S, health, and you should be able to see those. Uh, you can also find that on Instagram. You can find me personally and directly on Instagram. The best way to private message me. Um, I'm always available and always ready to answer any questions. So if you go to Instagram, uh, Dr. Valdez or Dr. Valdez, both of them will come up. You'll recognize this visage, as they would say in French. Uh, so feel free to uh, make a new friend and reach out through private message if you have any questions moving forward. Thank you so much. And for those of you who are looking to make an impact with the power of video, I'm going to invite you to visit us at fourproductions.com, where if you subscribe, you will always receive tips and tools to position your brand as a leader in your industry with the power of video. Thank you so much, Dr. Ruben. And thank you everyone for watching. Have a nice day. Bye-bye.